Welcome to Music Journeys. I'm Mike Foley. We continue highlighting that fun little segment called the Fast Five. On this best of edition, we feature Bill Champlin, Paul Carrick, Yvette Young, and our grand finale, Pat Metheny. Up first, though, Bill Champlin, longtime member of Chicago, who's done numerous solo work and collaborations, including his own band, Sons of Champlin. Bill's Fast Five just ahead after some reflection on his favorite moment in music. The Sons were playing a gig at Shrine Auditorium, and it was Yardbirds, B.B. King, and the Sons. And B.B. was going to use our Hammond organ for his set. But right after our first set, it blew a fuse. So we sent somebody out to buy a fuse, which was easy enough to do. But he needed to go on stage and didn't have his, his organ player was playing bass pedals on the organ. So, you know, the, the promoter came up to, the, to our dressing room and said, B.B. needs a bass player. And my bass player went to get his, I think he had an Ampeg fretless. He went to get his bass and, uh, and I went over and said, Al? Do you know B.B. King? No. Have you ever heard a B.B. King song? He said, no. He said, give me that. So I went down and played a set on bass with B.B. King. And to me, it's one of the, the biggest moments of my musical life. It was just such a groove. I learned more about the shuffle in that one hour than I have ever, you know, just playing with Sonny Freeman, the drummer. And uh, the band, his band was just organ player, two horns, a drummer, and him. And uh, boy, what a great singer, what a great guitar player, what a sweet man he was. It was just a, to this day, I mean, and that was in 1967, 68, something like that. To this day, it's still a, just a giant moment in my life. We had one last bit of fun with Bill Champlin in the Fast Five. Here we go. What I'm up for it all of it. Hey, What's all right. Uh, so, okay, here we go. First song that you can remember hearing that you loved. Ooh, that goes back really, really far. But I'll tell you the one that re and I remember where I was driving when I heard it was "Walk on the Wild Side" Part Two by Jimmy Smith. <laughs> When I heard that organ, oh, what is that? I gotta get that. I mean, I mean, I started pulling people's weeds, doing anything I could to make enough money to get a Hammond organ. <laughs> so I just remember where I was, was driving with my mom, was right near the high school in Mill Valley. So I would just remember that as being a really big moment. Wonderful. How about the song that makes you feel the most nostalgic or reflective, sparks memories for you? You know, probably What I Say by Ray Charles.
man, I was really young when the first time I heard, but I went, I don't know what this is, but I want to go there. <laughs> I really loved it. And that was what, one of the first times I heard Ray Charles. At first, I just thought that Wurlitzer, or Wurlitzer piano sounded so good. And then I started hearing him sing. I just went, oh, great. This is, you know. And anytime I hear that, I kind of go back to that. That's great. Uh, how about the go-to song for dancing or, you know, a tune that you hear and you just can't sit still when you hear it? <laughs> Believe it or not, Jody Watley's uh, I'm Looking for a New Love. I'm looking for a new love, baby. I mean, I was just driving one day and they came on. It was like an oldie, but a goodie kind of thing. And I just realized this pocket is ridiculous. It's just great. That's a great selection. Uh, how about the song that makes you feel like working out or you know, motivates you to do something that maybe you don't feel like doing? Hmm. That's interesting. I wish, Stevie Wonder. such a great groove. I mean, there were two drummers on the record, Stevie and uh, a guy named Raymond Pound. And, uh, and the, the groove on it is just hard to, hard to doze off when that thing's going on. That thing's really screaming, really beautiful. There's the telephone that has nothing but that's the phone that has nothing but people trying to sell you something. Oh, no. I don't listen to it. <laughs> yeah. that, that sounded like an old school phone. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's my house phone. It's like all of the telemarketers are, have got that number. You know, God, forget about it. <laughs> Maybe two people use that that number to call me, and I always tell them, call my cell because this thing, I'm rare chance of me answering it. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, uh, last one. A song that lifts you up when you're feeling down. You know, any different songs at some level can do that. But I'll tell you, there was a, a story where in 1998, my father passed away. I couldn't get a plane ticket to go see him the night before. And so, you know, I was about to get on the airplane and my, my stepbrother calls, it's too late, man, he's, he's gone. And I went, okay. And I was just kind of squirrely for a couple of weeks. I wasn't really crying. I wasn't really grieving. None, none of that was going on. I was just kind of ugly for a couple of weeks. And then I was driving and Mike and the Mechanics, The Living Years came on. And I guess Mike Rutherford wrote this about his father. Away. I didn't get to tell him all the things I had to say. I think I caught his spirit later that same year. I'm sure I heard his echo in my baby's newborn tears. I just wish I could have told him.
And the minute I heard it, it was finally the thing that broke through. And then I just, luckily I was close to home. I mean, the disc jockey, it was an older tune. He said, here's one, you gotta hear this again. It's not on the charts right now, but just listen to this song. And, uh, and I said, okay, what is it? And it was that song. And first of all, Paul Carrick singing it. And that guy can sing time, news, and weather and make it work. He's a great singer. Oh, my God. It just got me. It just reached inside my chest and yanked my heart right out. And I was just in the car crying for three hours. That song, every time I hear it, it just brings a tear. It's just a beautiful piece. It was a great, great thing that Mike wrote about his dad. I don't know Mike Rutherford, but he wrote one of the best songs ever written for my money. Bill Champlin referenced Paul Carrick, who sang many of the songs with Mike and the Mechanics, but also with his original band, Ace, and several amazing solo releases, including one that came out in January 2023. Carrick's Fast Five just ahead after his thoughts on staying active. I still feel pretty good. Got more, loads more to do, a lot more I want to do. But nevertheless, you know, in reality, time flies by. So, you, you know, try and appreciate the time because, you know, I, I've had a busy life with, a, 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 you know, bringing up a family of four kids and, uh, and trying to have a career, a self-employed career. The thing is these days, you know, you can make albums at home. You can, the problem is getting them heard. But I'm glad you like the record. I, I, I like it. I like it, which is saying something, because usually at this point, you know, you're sick to death of it. But uh, no, I'm liking it. We had one last bit of fun with Carrick in the Fast Five. Here we go. First song that you can remember hearing that you loved. You mean ever? Ever. Or one of. Foot Tapper by The Shadows. They were the backup band for an artist over here called Cliff Richard, who was very, very big. He was kind of an Elvis kind of guy, but uh, I wasn't so keen on Cliff, but I was, I love the shadows. How about a song that makes you feel uh, the most nostalgic or reflective, kind of sparks memories for you when you hear it? Uh, I'm going to go for Kathy's Clown by the Everly Brothers. brother john and um, we used to uh, try to develop our hairstyles on the everly brothers uh without much success but we also love to sing their stuff and this is one i can remember that we used to try and sing together that's wonderful that's a great memory okay how about uh, your go-to song for dancing or uh, if you don't dance a a tune that you hear and you just can't sit still when you hear it okay i got one of those Rikuda. Get rid of 
because uh, I often put that on before we go on stage just to get the old blood going. It's fantastic. I defy anybody to sit still when that's on. Great. Uh, kind of along those lines, how about a song that makes you feel like working out or motivates you to <laughs> <laughs> motivates you to do something that you might not feel like doing at the time? No, I don't have one of those. <laughs> uh, well, motivating myself, get up on stage and uh, and give it all I've got. I'm going to go with Dance to the Music by Sly and the Family Stone. Probably one from the other category, but it's the best I can do. Hey, that works. Uh, Last one is uh, a song that lifts you up when you're feeling down. I love anything by the Beatles, but I'm going to choose Please Please Me. Probably the first song I ever performed in public with the band when I was in in school, aged about 12. And all the girls that were in my class anyway asked for my autograph, and uh, they all threw jelly babies at us when we performed. Well, then that must have been the moment that you said, hey, this is I want to do this then, if you get that. Right? Yeah, yeah, well, it probably was, actually, yeah. Now a couple of incredible guitar players. First up, Yvette Young, who has a band called Covet. She played at Ace of Cups in May 2022. It's about the time we spoke with her. Yvette told us how music helped her during a tough time. For me, when I was going through my eating disorder, music was my outlet, drawing was my outlet. And I feel like like I said earlier, I wouldn't be here right now if not for finding those healthier outlets. So for me, it's just a chance to spread that joy, spread the gospel of guitar and um, help other people find healthy outlets for themselves. And maybe that'll help them cope with whatever they're dealing with. Life's hard. (laughs) So I think everyone can agree. Music is tight. (laughs) Hey, whether you're 30 year old or 50 year old, music is tight. We had a little more fun with Yvette Young and the Fast Five. Here we go. Okay. And there's only five. I won't keep you here all day. Is that something? something oh, no you, worries. Is that all right? Uh, okay. The yeah, first, first totally song. Cool. The first song that you can remember hearing that you loved. The Lark by Glinka Bulakarif. It's so beautiful. I remember that was the first time I was like almost moved to tears. Um, And it was so special because I got to perform that piece when I was really young. I was like probably nine or 10 or something. And I felt it. It was like, I I don't want to sound cheesy, but I was like one with the piece. 
And I feel like ever since then, I've been chasing that feeling of being actually inside the song when I'm playing. Like, that's the feeling I want. That's how I play a good show is when I no longer think about what I'm doing or who's there. I'm like in the song. Yeah. The Lark. Check it out. Wonderful. Definitely will. (laughs) Uh, How about the song that makes you feel uh, the most nostalgic or sparks memories for you? I feel like a lot of music in my formative years, like in high school, the early 2000s, maybe um, On the Safest Ledge by Copeland. just really a beautifully written song it's very emotional and it just reminds me of being a teenager figuring out life <laughs> hey we're still figuring it out right now right uh, oh yeah definitely i'll never <laughs> figure it out <laughs> how about your go-to song for dancing or uh you know a song that you hear and you just can't sit still when you hear it oh gosh there's so many of those um i would say there's a song by holy ghost heaven knows what this has just like the grooviest bass line and it has like the super cool feel where it's like behind the beat it's a great pocket so that one i feel like i have to kind of like do this i don't know if people can see me but like i'm right now what i'm doing is moving my chin in a very dorky manner um (laughs) sort of along those lines how about the song that makes you feel like working out or motivates you to do something that maybe you don't feel like doing at the time you know what i recently got back into Um, this band called Mew. I never got out of them. I just like didn't listen to them for a while, but they have this one song called Introducing Palace Players. also gets me in the mood to just like uh this word is cringy to me but like grind i feel like i just like wanna wanna grind i don't know what that word means but yeah the introducing palace players by me that's my answer that's my final answer final answer okay <laughs> uh final question by the way uh how about a song that lifts you up when you're feeling down gosh i've cried to so many pine grove records there's this band pine grove that i love uh there's a song called aphasia
think that's like one of my my personal favorite guitar solos at the end of that song. It's not really like a traditional solo by any means, but it's just so the tone is just so cool. All right, Vet, that's all the questions I have. Thank you so much for your time. It's been a pleasure he- hearing your story and talking some music with you. It's so inspiring. Thanks so much for actually really amazing questions. I had a blast. Bye-bye. Speaking of a blast, if I had to choose the most remarkable Fast Five so far, Pat Metheny's revelations would definitely be at the top. So we'll close out this Best of the Fast Five edition with Pat Metheny following his thoughts on the power of music. One thing that, that's especially great about music is how whatever you put into it, you get it back like 10,000 times over. So, you know, things that I was working on and learning 20 years ago are just now starting to blossom in ways that I would not have even anticipated back then. And there's kind of an infinity of those things. And, uh, you know, through music, I kind of learned about science and art and history and culture and colors and everything else. You know, I mean, uh, music is a very unique representation of what it is to exist in the world. And um, it's a constant, constant uh, unfolding for me of uh, information and inspiration. One more treat for you here as Matheny provides additional insight to what moves and inspires him in the Fast Five. Here we go. First song you can remember hearing that you loved. Red Sails in the Sunset. Red sails in the sunset Way out on the sea Oh, carry my loved one Home safely to me She sailed at the dawning All day I've been blue Red sails in the sunset I'm trusting in you (laughs) I guess I was about two and apparently I sang that over and over again. That's great. Uh, How about the song that makes you feel the most nostalgic? Wow. I try to avoid nostalgia if I can, because to me, that's like one of the most serious forms of unrequited love. (laughs) And, uh, you know, to me, the the music that I I know what you mean by nostalgic, but, you know, the, the music that I really love, every time I hear it, it's like the first time I ever heard it. I mean, the tune that, that kind of comes to mind is the tune Wichita Lineman. I know I need a small vacation But it don't look like rain And if it snows that stretch down south won't ever stand the strain And I need you more than won't you and I want you for all time And the Wichita lineman Is still on the line 
And I always joke to people because it's true that pretty much every tune I've ever written is kind of Wichita lineman, basically. But uh, it's not exactly nostalgia, but it's it's more that it's it inspires me to to sort of reflect, and I think that's kind of what a lot of people mean by nostalgia. Absolutely, reflecting, and that for me, that last train home really does that. I just I'm listening to that, and I just reflect back on it. Could be specific things or just just moments in time. That's great. Um, how about yeah, your your go to song for dancing, or, you know, or a, a a tune that you hear and you just can't sit still when you hear it? I am one of the most not dancing people, not because I have no rhythm or anything like that. My wife is an incredible dancer, and I appreciate people dancing. I'm happy everybody can dance. But honestly, if I hear music that I really love, it incapacitates me. It's not that I don't respond to the groove. It's just that I, I can't. It, it, it's kind of the same way if somebody's talking to me while, like, let's say Earth, Wind, and Fire is on, which maybe that's like groove kind of music. It's like I can't talk to people. I can't do anything except listen. And uh, and sort of try to try to understand what it is as music. So no, I can't really I can't speak from a position of authority with that. How about the song that makes you feel like working out or motivates you to do something? I think anything that's good does that to me. I mean, you know, to me it's like, and it's actually as as sort of ecumenical as my tastes are, it's really hard for me to find music that I can really listen to and sort of just kind of be with it. So, you know, I mean, we've talked about Miles Davis a few times. Pretty much any time Miles is playing, I feel like, okay, everything's going to be okay. I can just chill. <laughs> That's great. Oh, my last one, uh, the song that lifts you up when you're feeling down. You know, my favorite thing is nothing. My favorite thing is no song, silence, you know? And um, if I'm not feeling good, I just don't want to hear anything. I want to, like, really understand the nothing so that maybe out of that can come something. And... Um, it's like that for me. That's an amazing answer. Do you think that's because you your life is so filled with 
music and sound that you need a, a little bit of a break from it? I don't think of it as a break. I think of it as that's the kind of foundation. And I, I think when you when you don't feel good, it's because maybe you're not aware of what it's all based on, you know, like you're not aware of the the earth under your feet. And in, in the case of music, which is such an, a, a sort of essential, fundamental part of what my life is, the foundation is silence. And it's out of that that I can find solutions. A little silence acknowledging his choice for that final question. Pat Metheny from our chat in the fall of 2019. It's interesting. I've listened to that multiple times and it still hits me how much his explanation makes sense. But then it also puzzles me at the same time. I think it's that the foundation is silence line. Uh... Anyway, what an inspiring creative force, and he's still at it. In June 2023, Matheny released Dreambox, an album nominated for a Grammy. And since the 1980s, Matheny has earned Grammys in four consecutive decades, and he could pick up Grammy number 21 at the February 4th ceremony. And Matheny's tour, featuring personal and fan favorites from his nearly 50-year career, comes to Columbus March 9th. While I can't give you a Grammy or tickets to that show, I don't know, maybe we'll have a giveaway at some point, I can get you on the air. Do me a favor and think of your own Fast Five. The first five listeners to reach out can come by the station sometime, we'll show you around, and deliver your selections on a future show. Find contact details for Music Journeys at wcbe.org, and please provide any feedback and subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform, the headquarters for Music Journeys, of course, with all those links and details, can be found in WCBE's podcast experience at wcbe.org. I'm Mike Foley. Talk to you again on the next Music Journey. time on craft when you hear that phrase on wcbe what follows will be singers and songwriters authors and artists who are coming to central ohio or publishing new books and releasing new material craft covers a range of arts and artists pretty much anything you can view touch or possibly even smell because then at least craft would make sense so join me doug dangler for craft wednesdays at 8 p.m on wcbe central ohio's npr station